Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grand McGovern Podcast. Now there are only 12 days left until Christmas, and that means more terrible Christmas music and sappy holiday movies than any person should be made to endure. In an effort to combat this rampant attitude of festive good cheer, for the next 12 days we will be giving you some alternatives to the traditional 12 days of Christmas with some movie choices of our own. It's about time! Come, D'Artagnan! We're saving the king! Hello, and welcome to Grand MacGuffin Podcast's 12 Days of Christmas. I am joined by my good friend David Brown. Hello. Today is day three. Yes, it is. And we just watched The Three Musketeers. The good one. Not the bad one. There's a bad one? There's a very bad one. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. I swear it's directed by Brett Ratner. No, it's not. Is it not? It's uh, you're, you're talking about the, tall, uh, the Paul W.S. Anderson? Oh, Paul W.S. Anderson. That's right. Sorry. I get Which, those two confused. I have not seen it, but I bet oh. it's delightful. Oh, Because man. I'm a fan of Mila Jovovich, and, oh, and she's good. just wonderful. It's not good. <laughs> they're, they're, it's the Three Musketeers, so you know it's taking place in, what is it, the 15, 1600, something yeah. like that? They've got air zeppelins. Are you trying to not sell me on it? Because that sounds air great. Air zeppelins. Oh, yeah. Air zeppelins. And, so it's like know, a steampunk Three Musketeers. Yeah, very much so. And they're, you know, they're essentially ninjas. It's not good. Let's stop recording and let's watch that one instead. <sighs> no, don't, don't do that to me. Not again. All right. Well, uh, we are going to be talking about the Disney. Uh, yes, the 1993. Disney the Disney 1993 adaptation of Three Musketeers. Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt, indeed. Tim Curry as Cardinal Schlue. Chris O'Donnell. Oh, Tim Curry as as one of his skeeviest characters oh, yet he's this one of his best now <laughs> i want them alive kill the musketeers ah! oh man he is wonderful he's the best he's he is full villain in this he's, he's going his his full tilt crazy over the top villain you know it's like for me tim curry it's the three musketeers and then his long john silver in muppet treasure island so this is a pg rated movie I think it is pg although it's, it's yeah jeez i think in in, uh, if it was released today, it would probably get bumped up to a PG-13. Which is weird because, you know, PG, this was 93, so PG-13 existed because yeah. they made that up for Gremlins. But, I mean, I guess Disney wouldn't release a PG-13. They were a little more lax back then because you got guns, you got people dying. Left and, you got a guy getting crushed by spikes. Yeah, he gets. <laughs> and you see blood. You get, I mean, that's a, you've got it's the a blood. horrendously violent bit. Oh, yeah. I was I was surprised. By... Guys are getting stabbed. <laughs> Things I are would, exploding. A woman jumps off a cliff to her death. I will admit, I definitely did not expect it because right off the bat, you look at the the DVD case and it's you know Disney. You and see the, straight up Disney. It's not Touchstone Pictures. It's, not it's, touchstone. it's, it's you not. know Mickey Mouse, Buena Vista Pictures, Disney. Oh yeah, but it's a great movie. It's one of my 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 favorite adaptations of any uh, uh, book to movie. Absolutely one of my my favorite. I will say it was a lot of fun. I had never seen it, obviously, and um, from an adaptation standpoint, I think that they do a really good job at keeping the spirit. Oh, yeah, still... because it's completely not the book. Oh, yeah, no, but and still, you know, obviously, because it's being put out by Disney, uh, maintaining the spirit while also maintaining the Disneyness of the film, because as much as there is violence... There is a lot of Disney humor. Yeah, it's very it's a very cheerful movie. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, you know, Oliver Platt is definitely your comic relief. He's throwing out quippy one-liners left and right. 
Charlie Sheen, probably, you know, it's still relatively early in the Charlie Sheen career, so he's still very charming, very handsome, very dashing. And then you got Kiefer Sutherland in the brooding role. And of course, you've got the young kid in Chris O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. And Kiefer Sutherland has one of your, your favorite oh, screams. It, yeah, it's right? really, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of the harder parts of this movie. Um, you know, there's obviously going to be these great battle scenes. Everyone's fighting with swords left and right. It's a good swashbuckler of a film, and it's a ton of fun. But Kiefer Sutherland's pain scream, his <laughs> oh, oh, horrible, just horrible. So embarrassing. That's a, that's a project that uh, note to self. Um, record Kiefer Sutherland's scream looped for about an hour and slap it onto a. DVD for a movie that David likes. Here, um, I got you a copy of Sicario on Blu-ray. Oh, thank oh, you. Awesome. Oh! Put, <laughs> puts it in. It's an hour looped of that screen. Oh, terrible. He's you know, that's terrible. another chal- editing challenge for anybody into video editing is if you rescored this film with uh, more serious music. Because um, one thing that I noticed is the reason. It re- is very upbeat. School. Yeah, the like people are getting stabbed and falling like, off bum, of buildings. Bum, bum, yeah, and it's so lighthearted and it obviously is is kind of uh it's really actually kind of it, reminiscent pull- from like old errol flynn type yes deals. it's definitely pulling yeah. inspiration from those types of films and then you realize like they're, they're just straight up stabbing people oh hundreds oh yeah hundreds of people die in this film but if it, and if it was rescored with with some music with actual like weight to it <laughs> dramatic weight it would not be as fun for one thing <laughs> give it the saving private ryan soundtrack oh sure um, it, well, it would be more scary, too, a little more tense. Because as I was watching it, I was just thinking, you know, the reason why uh, this is so much fun right now is I think the music has a big part of it. Like, I think if, if I don't know, who, who's a good composer that uh, you can think of that could possibly be a, uh, a refit if you were to rescore it with uh, um, something with more intensity? I don't know, maybe like an Alexander Desplat, something like that. <laughs> Like, you know, give his score from Atonement or something. Oh, dear. Something, you know, deep and, like, a lot of strings. <laughs> Not a lot of... Like, I mean, seriously, there's sure. an entire... There's a great scene where D'Artagnan, played by Chris O'Donnell, finds out that he's, in fact, instigated a duel between he and each one of the individual Three Musketeers. Mm. And they're like, oh, you've had, you're having a duel with all of us. I'll be with you gentlemen in a moment. All very... A lot of swagger going on. And then suddenly... Bam, the Cardinals guards are there and they have to fight. So they're all fighting together. And like these guys are getting killed. I mean, like, you know, they're getting stabbed in the face. You know, uh, Porthos, played by Oliver Platt's throwing like, you know, rocks that are like swinging around and killing and crushing a guy's skull. It stabs. And then, you know, Chris O'Donnell's up on the top of these ruins, stabs a guy who then flips over and screams and falls to his death. And seriously, the whole time it's, you know, do, 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 do. Yeah, it's it's very contrast to a movie that came out a week ago, Star Wars, where you have the bad guys uh, in stormtrooper outfits, and so when they die, they're faceless men. Um, and so it, even with the dramatic music, and you see bodies flying, it doesn't hit you. These men have faces. <laughs> that's actually, I never really <laughs> that's considered the, that's that. The These are thing. not the faceless masses that they no. kill in Star Wars. These are these these are men with beards, you know. <laughs> They have children. They get crushed by chandeliers. I wonder if we watch it and do a frame by frame if it's like the same stunt man. <laughs> he keeps getting killed. 
Oh, like, poor Vic Reeves. Or, or maybe it's like the same five that they rotate, you know, just to, to just out of practicality. I mean, like, at one point, there's, like, it's an entire war scene, essentially. It's, like, 50 guys and 50 guys. Maybe that's why they put the bad guys in red. Uh, Because they can stab them, and you don't have to show the blood. Right. And I guess in this day and age, it would be five guys. But back then, I mean, that horde of men, that's a legitimately... And that's the great thing about this movie, and it's a great thing about a lot of these movies from the 1990s, is that when they did movies like this, there's no CG in this movie, because there was no CG. You know, they... There's decent explosions there's a lot of guys with swords and they're all just guys out there with swords and you know what's funny is that a movie like this i imagine will hold up a lot more than that paul ws anderson film because of that yeah and that paul ws anderson film was bad when it came out it's <laughs> i'm gonna wait good. i'm withholding judgment until i see the, ze- ze- the zeppelins myself air zeppelins being flown by orlando bloom goodness gracious i how did i miss this movie it's it's not good. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Marley is dead. You don't have to watch this. Just watch the 1993 one and enjoy. Excellent. Well, thanks, David, for sharing this movie with me because I had not seen it. And you were you, you did the thing where you gasped and you said that I, I couldn't would love believe this it. movie. It's wonderful uh, to share these movies with y'all. Um, I'm sure uh, there are many more to come. And thanks for listening. This has been day three of Graham McGuffin's 12 Days of Christmas. Join us again tomorrow or whenever, (laughs) because it's the internet, for day two. This could be July of 2020. It's true. You could be time traveling. Yes. The wars are over. The earth is an irradiated wasteland. Mega City One. Happy Christmas.